Welcome to the Ask Dr. Deanna Show. I'm Dr. Deanna Holgren, your host. Join me weekly as I cover various health-related lifestyle medicine topics that you get to request. This show is for anyone who wants to proactively improve their health position. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me today. I am excited that you are here, and I hope that you've enjoyed all of the content that we've brought to you in the month of January uh, on wellness, uh, basically rebooting, resetting, getting health back on track uh, with healthy eating, healthy lifestyle, healthy gut, uh, pretty much healthy everything. Uh, Today, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about intermittent fasting troubleshooting. Uh, Some of you have asked specific questions, uh, questions that I get frequently about intermittent fasting, things like what breaks a fast, um, what you know, what what can I have, what can't I have during my fast, uh, and you know, what if I get you know super hungry during my fast? Just a lot of questions. So we're going to break that down, kind of go through some of those, and just give some answers today uh, to help you troubleshoot. Uh, your intermittent fasting. So first of all, why do we do the intermittent fasting? Well, for a lot of us, we use intermittent fasting as a way to help manage weight. Uh, It basically helps to reverse insulin resistance. It does help uh, by making our cells more sensitive to the insulin that we're producing. And so we have utilized this as, as a very, very powerful tool for weight loss, but we also have utilized it as a powerful tool for metabolism, uh, for a metabolism reboot, we've utilized it as a powerful tool for um, cleansing the body, if you will, as well. And uh, people are using it all over the world. They absolutely love it, and they're getting great results because of it. So when we talk about fasting, or when I talk about fasting, oftentimes I have my patients start with that 12-hour fast, which I've always said to me, you know, that's really not so much of a fast. That's just something, that's just good, healthy, common sense that we should all be doing every single night, which is fast for 12 hours, no calories for a solid 12 hours. That's super easy. So you eat dinner at 7 p.m., no calories in until 7 a.m. the next day. Super simple, right? From there, uh, I typically, if if people get that down and they feel good about it, then I will have them expand it or extend their fast to 14 hours uh, because at that point after 12, they've, they've burnt through all the glucose or sugar in their system and now they are burning fat. So you're really kicking in that powerful weight loss component. And then finally, if they do super well with that, you know, I always say check with your doctor, okay? Um, Most people can do 14 hours, but we've got some people who just can't go beyond that, uh, and that's totally fine. But if you're thinking of extending it 16 hours uh, or even longer, you definitely want to check with your doctor and see if that's okay. Um, Some people will do that because we... Uh, enter into something called autophagy, which is a cellular cleansing or or renewal that happens after the 14-hour mark. So um, what are some of the issues that we see with fasting? What What are the things that people run into that they're not sure about? One of the most common things that I get is, what about my supplements? You know, I take an omega-3 essential fatty acid supplement, which is highly recommended, by the way. Uh, but but do I can I still take it in the morning while during my fast? And the answer to that, I typically say no. Uh, if you want to, um, you know, to to really get the most out of your fast, 
Okay. For some people, they don't need to be legalistic with it. For some people, they really need to get it down and have that fast working for them, especially if they are staring down the barrel of, um, you know, type two diabetes and they really need to get that under control quickly. Uh, And that's the great news is you can get it under control very, very rapidly by utilizing the fast and a low carb eating plan. So, so basically um, a supplement, okay, would definitely break the fast. Um, What about things, uh, you know, like drinks, what drinks can I have while I'm fasting? I typically have people just do water. Uh, They can do an unsweetened tea. Uh, They can also do a coffee that does not have anything in it. Um, You know, so, so uh, again, I am kind of in that camp of no calories. I don't want, you know, any stevia. I don't really want, um, you know, them to have, uh, you know, cane sugar for sure would break your fast, um, things like that. And so for me personally, I normally fast uh, on the 16 hour plan. So I have an eight hour eating window. And during that eight hours, I'm very conscientious uh, of, you know, what I'm taking in. I do typically drink an espresso in the morning coffee. So that's just black coffee. That does not break my fast. Uh, And then I wait until, you know, around 1130 is typically when I break my fast. And then I will start, you know, uh, with any supplement protocol that I'm on. I will start with, you know, usually a a very clean, uh, for me, I do a plant-based protein shake uh, when I first break my fast. It's still very low carb. And I specifically try to save, you know, carbs that I'm going to be eating uh, for more of that evening meal when I'm cooking for the family. Uh, It just makes more sense because it's easier for me. I'm very much on the go. I'm seeing patients running from room to room. It's very easy for me just to drink uh, a protein shake and and that will sustain me. Uh, But so, so definitely when you are looking at doing a plan like this, It's easy to do. You just have to kind of restructure things a little bit um, from a supplement standpoint. So, you know, you're pretty much going to be hitting it starting at that when you break your fast, you know, you're, you're going to be all about um, any supplements, um, any, uh, you know, if it's an energy drink that you drink, a healthy energy drink, I might add, uh, anything like that. Uh, that would go in during that time. Uh, And even sometimes people will ask me, well, what about my probiotic? And again, uh, a probiotic, you know, you you could take a probiotic on empty uh, in the morning and as long as there are no uh, carbs in it, no sugar in it, nothing else added, then yeah, that would be fine. But if it does have a little bit uh, added and sometimes they do that, uh, you know, if it's got a prebiotic in it, for example, uh, then I would just wait uh, until you break your fast and just use it then. So that's generally my recommendation uh, as far as what breaks a fast, uh, cream and coffee would break a fast. So fat, uh, it's basically anything that has a calorie will break that fast. And so an omega-3 essential fatty acid supplement does in fact have calories in it. Uh, So that's the first question. The next question that I get all the time is, what do I do when I'm hungry? Okay, what do I do when I'm hungry? And this is an interesting one. So, you know, one of the things about fasting, especially if you're doing a 16-hour fast, you know, you want to think about that 
um, that last meal you, that you have or the last thing that you eat. And you want to make sure um, that, 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 that you're eating something, you know, healthy, that you're including, you, you know, be sure to include a good healthy fat in there. Uh, you know, maybe a half of an avocado, for example, um, you know, healthy oils, uh, you know, that you're cooking with or whatever. So you want to make sure that you are well-rounded and, you know, that, that you are including uh, some fat because that's going to help you to feel full. And typically what I have found is if, if you're mindful of what you're eating and you're not carb loading, you'll do fine to fast for the full 16 hours. If you were eating a lot of carbs, especially simple carbs, you're going to be hungry the next morning, okay? You are definitely going to feel that because that is messing with your blood sugar. It's messing messing with insulin levels as well, driving those insulin levels up. And then when the insulin level is high, it's going to, you're going to have a crash and you are going to feel hungry at when you have that crash. So it's best to to keep things in moderation. That's why going if you stay low carb, you know, you'll be fine the next morning. You may start to feel hungry. It's not uncommon for me to start to feel hungry around 10 o'clock in the morning. And what I found is, you know, if I just work through it, um, you know, I'm busy. I'm in the middle of seeing patients. Typically, I'm I'm on the go. I don't really have time to eat then anyway. And, you know, I don't break until 1130. And so it just passes. And typically what's happening there when it passes is, you know, our bodies, we have stored fat. I have stored fat. My body is going to find some fat and break it down and use it as energy. And then that hunger sensation will actually go away. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, okay? So, uh, and you can work through it. I, I tell myself all the time, hey, it's okay. Your body's going to find something somewhere, okay? And it's going to break down some fat, make some energy, and we'll be good to go. Just work through it. And it usually just lasts, you know, for a couple of minutes and then it, and then it passes. You might try drinking water during that time, okay? So lots and lots of water during your fast is really important because it's going to help you to feel full. Uh, it will help with that kind of hunger sensation as well. Um, so that would be a good thing to do uh, if you like tea and if you think, well, I have to have a sweetener in my tea or whatever. Uh, there are plenty of teas out there that, that, that w- without any sweetener in them at all taste great. Um, there's some green teas um, that have kind of a minty flavor. So it's just kind of a natural, um, you know, uh, taste to it or whatever um, that has a natural sweetness, but there's there's nothing added into it. That would be something you could do. Um, you know, any kind of tea, again, that just doesn't have any additives, no sugar uh, or anything added in there because that will break the fast. Uh, and then um, finally, one of the other things that people run into uh, oftentimes that will get them into a little bit of trouble is inconvenience. Okay. It's just not convenient for me uh, to be to fast or whatever. What? I think it's the most convenient thing. It's super easy, okay? Um, I know a lot of times, uh, you know, I try to do my 16-hour fast during my work week, and then I'm a little more lax about it on the weekend. But what I found out is that it's actually easier for me to go a little more than 16 hours at times on the weekend because maybe I am, you know, planning to have, um, you know, a brunch or something, um, you know, with my girls or, you know, something like that going on. And so I'm waiting. The other thing is when I'm traveling, uh, and this could be just a, a local travel or, you know, a day out, 
you know, or maybe through the airport, whatever, I typically will just carry um, a couple scoops of that plant-based protein powder with me in a Ziploc baggie. Uh, I just simply have to find a bottle of water and have a shaker cup, which is usually in my backpack or thrown in my car or whatever, and I'm good to go. So to me, it's incredibly convenient. Um, You do have to think about it in advance. You kind of have to plan ahead and think, what am I going to eat, you know, when I do get hungry? What am I going to eat when I do break my fast, Uh, especially for people who are, you know, busy, traveling, whatever. So I think, to me, this is the perfect um, you know, plan for somebody who is super busy and on the go a lot. Uh, it allows you to have control over what you're eating. You can eat clean, nutritious food, you know, healthy things and avoid, you know, getting hungry and going through the drive through window or anything like that. So, so don't let inconvenience be an excuse for you. Find, turn that around and decide that it's actually incredibly convenient uh, to do the fast, break the fast and, you know, eat, um, you know, when you're able to. So I hope this has been helpful. I know, especially I get a lot of questions about, does this break my fast? Do I need to be concerned about this particular you know, drink uh, or about my bulletproof coffee or about my, you know, omega-3 or whatever. So I hope that has answered it. Um, The key is, you guys, we do have to find sustainability. Okay. I think that with any eating plan, lifestyle change that we make, we need to ask ourselves the question, is this a sustainable plan for me? I know for me personally, this is sustainable, but for some of you, it just may not be sustainable uh, to, you know, to, to not have that coffee with cream or your bulletproof coffee in the morning. If that's you, maybe just try hitting whatever goal it is you're after with, with fasting, hit that goal and then back it up. Maybe you don't need to do 16 hours every day. Maybe you're great just maintaining with a 12-hour fast every night. So I know that there, I guess my 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 point there would be just don't throw it out the window, okay? It still has value even if you're only able to do the 12 hours every night. I once read a study that said one of the most effective things that we could do from an anti-aging standpoint on the inside of our body. So think about anti-aging of our organs, for example, you know, my liver, my heart, my brain. One of the most effective things we could do was to actually fast for 12 hours every single night because we use up our glucose and it makes our cells more sensitive to the insulin that we are producing. So it's a great thing, even if we can only do the 12-hour fast each night. So thanks so much for joining me. I hope that you will plug in next week uh, as we talk a little bit more. I'm going to talk about uh, what I call wellness wins, which are just wins that I've seen, you know, really stories of, you know, real-life people who uh, have incorporated, whether it's fasting or low-carb eating, uh, you know, that sort of thing, a, a healthy lifestyle, clean eating lifestyle, and have been able to absolutely transform their health because of it. So I'm going to share some of those wins, and I hope you'll join for that. Thanks so much. And have a great day. I hope you enjoyed that episode. For more information, visit me at DeannaHoldren.com. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dr. Deanna Holdren. I really want to hear from you, so message me. I love taking your messages and creating topics from them. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share my show with those who have an interest in health and wellness. Thank you for tuning in and see you next week.